This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. The opinions expressed on this show and in this podcast are those of the host and guests. They do not represent the opinion of Free FM. We encourage listeners to evaluate issues for themselves from a range of credible sources. Yeah, good morning, one and all. This is From the Fringes. It's a program about alternative provocative views. My name is Jack Geelan. Co-host is Jenny Puamanuka. Kia ora, good morning, guys. Uh, Judge Goldigger is here today. And uh, Kerry Bevan. Very good. Okay, are you there, Gordon? I am, Jack. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah. Now, the Royal Commission into covid Response lessons learned. Uh, perhaps we need to prepare for another pandemic. There's been lost well-being, uh, shutting down of uh, borders, and also equity issues. And um, is China the blueprint for the rest of the world? The zero COVID uh, policy is fomenting dissent mm-hmm. and a massive backlash with communist-driven surveillance with digital I. D's and quarantine detich, detention camps. And Judge Goldiger, you wanted to yeah, say just, something about um, that. disgusting information that I stumbled across. It's just the sort of stuff, what, that you don't yeah. want to stumble across. Yeah, the uh, uh, China government, so, um, oh, there's, oh, hello, get clear? Okay, thank you. Um, the China, China government, um, apparently, I was talking to you, Jack, I remember I was talking to you, and there was an uprising, and I got really excited that the Chinese people were actually doing something about what's going over there, and um, yeah, so sad to say, them, mm-hmm. they got the military out there, and they, they, they laid out 400 people, they killed them. Yeah. Right, so where did you get that information from? Was it online, was it? Or whatever. Yeah, I'll get to you where I got that information from. Right, now, we are independent free thinkers, and you are either a slave or a master of your own destiny. And uh, people in media, technology, medicine, politics have sold their souls to the system. Uh, We're possibly looking at a totalitarian one-world government. And, um, yeah, a global cult, I think. You know, people are sort of wondering what's going on behind the scenes. And when we look at this year, uh, year 2022, uh, pro- we've had protests, bombing of the Ukraine, local elections, Hamilton West uh, by-election with Sharma, cost of living, inflation. And Gordon. Yep, yep, and Gordon. Uh, digital currency, recession next year. Uh, and basically people mm. have had enough, haven't they? Oh, yeah. Um, but I think the Canton poll is basically saying that it's going to be national enact. Um, what do you think about that, Gordon? Uh, I think it's too soon to say. The vote that counts is the one on Saturday. Uh, that's the only poll. I see the polls come out the other day. They are only 400 people. That's not enough. So I yeah. do think we need to change by door knocking and bumping into people. Yeah, they want to change. They don't trust the Labor government. It's all about trust. And as I say, you start off with facts. You finish up with truth, and then you come to the word trust. When trust yeah, is the big yeah. thing missing in society. And what about you, Kerry? Uh, you're a Republican from way back, aren't you? What do you think? How do you read the, the politics at the moment? Well, what's going on? I think uh, the current government is now out of control, and the um, Cindy's government 
and her friends are addressing and forcing through issues that were not put on the table formally and so they are corrupt and on top of that um, important issues are being left to drift so we're in a very dangerous space heading into election year next year for the um, for government. So it's going to be an, an, yeah. an interesting time, isn't it? Isn't it? And also, but, but is it a government or is it just other people trying to collapse it? That, those are my thoughts on it. Right now, you've got Winston Peters here. He's jockeying for the right pos, uh, positions. Option despite living in the MMP era, journalists still tend to talk about getting both sides of the story. So it's going to be interesting to see what Winston does next year um, uh, during the fight for the uh, positions in Parliament. So that's going to be very interesting. Now, on Friday, we had anti-abortion march by pro-lifers. I talk about, talked about that last week. Uh, and they were opposed by the pro-lifers. And Steve Evans, the Freedom Warriors anti-Oranga Tamariki protest. That was last week too. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What did you hear about that? You put um, the post it actually, it actually went, um, it went down yeah. very, very well. Um, yeah, I, I put the poster together. Um, and we wanted to use colours that would emphasise the need for war. What? The need for war <laughs> against Oranga Tamariki. Because yeah. that's what protesting's all about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But of course, we have, are running a parental support uh, process here. And how's it going yeah. in Ham West? Is Fantastic. I'm, I'm loving, um, we're getting some good results for anyone who comes through our program. Yep, uh, we're doing yeah. the father mother rainbow mentoring, program. The rainbow ribbons program. Yeah, uh, with people being good listeners, being yeah. there for one another, buddy support, the main and talking thing, therapy. Yep. The main thing I ask everyone who comes in is, "Have we helped you in your life?" And it's always a yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but with the one and two experiencing mental problems, and one and four, yeah, who um, are experiencing suicidal ideation, yeah, um, it's very important to be there and to build networks around people of buddy support. Yeah. So, Kerry, um, you used to work on a men's line, didn't you, uh, with people who are suicidal and people who had problems and this yes, sort of thing? Yes, I've done a fair bit of counselling and social support for troubled men and separated fathers in particular to yep. help them through their angst. And, of course, as you're well aware, Jack, some of them do suicide, unfortunately, and that that adds to the increasing numbers of fatherless children, which is now manifest in ram raids you can just guarantee that all of these young ram raiders yeah have been have had no serious father guidance so it's fatherlessness that's yeah, the cause i think, to I, a think lot of it. I think the underlying root cause that you don't hear a lot about and this is why i talk mm -hmm. about it yeah is that many of these young lads have not been guided on how to be a positive male in society and have not experienced any significant discipline, so they right. attract attention by being naughty, by now, doing a ram raid. Now, you've got this latest book here, which is called Stronger Than Broken, um, and it's about a life of an individual. He had an alcoholic mother. Um, his father died when he was young. Uh, he uh, struggled with family court issues. Would you like to summarise that for us? Yes, well... Um, 
I've got hold of the Blue Balls Publishers' first publication. It's called Stronger Not Broken. Yeah. And it's the real life story of Stan Muntby. And um, he's had some very unfortunate experiences. But somehow or other, he's managed to become wiser and stronger out of his experiences. Um, and it is what has happened to a generation of many males and the troubles that they've had to deal with. So it's a good good read. Yeah. Mm. Awesome. Blue Balls Publishers, Stronger Not Broken, and it's Stan Muntby tells now, the story. I've been yeah. doing a lot of research in the, the father's rights movement uh, over the years. Radio. And I've come up with all this paperwork and this picture of me challenging uh, the current system. It's the history of bothering Jim Bagnall's anti-suicide pamphlets given to boys, hmm. the skeleton suicide pre- uh, prevention petition, black ribbon, show you care for men, uh, the burning of the flag, uh, and we, how we need to pass that legacy on. Yeah. And here I am quoting, we've had a guts full of the family court. Their discrimination oh, yeah. against fathers, says Jack Gillen, a spokesperson for the Hamilton branch of the coalition, which has about 20 members. We want to replace it with mediation services and equal parenting focused on joint partners joint responsibility and joint decision-making. The group also wants a Ministry of Men's Affairs established and more support services for men. Okay, Judge Golddigger, what can you say about uh, more support services for men? Well, um, just speaking out of my heart, I I can't deny that, you know, you do need to... I was right outside the courtroom, ready to rock and roll, and if some guy didn't wander up from man up and say, hey, bro, it's really not how it is in there... It's, it's lies, and th- this is where I've been driven to be um, a private prosecutor. It is, it yeah. is so, it's so demolically <coughs> wrong. It's been wrong since 1953, since all that birth certificate rubbish. Mm. But, okay, um, yeah, Kerry, tell me about the Ministry of Men's Affairs. What's going on there? You were telling me that women uh, receive millions every year, but there's nothing going into changing men. Well, that's uh, right. Um, yeah, can I be after Kerry, please? We, yes, yes. we have... Um, we have powerful anti-sexist law and policy in place in New Zealand. Now, it's also spread across the Western world. But here in New Zealand, the Ministry for Women has now had in excess of $250 million over some 20 years to mm. support and encourage women through their difficulties <coughs> and to develop positive lives and care for their children. But, of course... The sex that's been seriously sidelined are yep. males. Yep. There is no governmental process or ministry for men, and they've had zilch in terms of money when they've had when there are many real problems yep. to be addressed. Yeah. The primary one is the alienation of children from their fathers, and we know that if you take fathers out of the family dynamic, the children tend to go off the rails because right. it's the it's the archetypical disciplinary function of the father that helps to keep them on the straight and yeah. narrow. So we've got some serious problems there. That and and also Jenny knows about this because yeah. she's got a baby boy on the way. I've got a She'll baby be having boy him on in the way. March. And um, you talk to him like he's um, a real yes, boy. Yes, I, I talk to him. We, yeah. have, we have a good relationship already. So what would you like <laughs> to say, Gordon, about family court and mm. men's rights and what's going on in Ministry of Men's oh. Affairs? Obviously, there's a, been an application discussions in the Labor Party for about the last three years yes. with Grant Robertson 
about the establishment for the Ministry of Men's Affairs on the basis it's discrimination not to have equality or equity. He has an official information act. The answer is due now under urgency. We just seen that um, the ombudsman was on the TV in the last couple of days saying the agencies are refusing to release information. Grant doesn't answer. It's got to go back to the ombudsman to get the, the Minister of Finance to tell us where the money is. Here's our guest speaker. Yeah. He knows speaker at 11 o'clock for the Men and Boys Summit in Hopi Beach on 9 September yep. 2023. Awesome. And he's on at 11 o'clock. So yeah. it's all about access to justice. And obviously that, that's half the problem because the family court is broken as Judge Dale Roberts Now, said. I've actually sent you a number of a uh, big buddy, big sister, father, mother mentoring. We, we talk about that. But this big buddy mental health and support coach who's a psychologist, uh, being a stepfather to boys. Now, I want him on radio and also at the men's uh, convention next year. I sent you his number. Did you get his number? I did. Uh, he'll be uh, I'll, I'll, on the list. We've already got our first four confirmed um, speakers. So, and uh, there'll be some surprises coming up. And uh, you can find start to find out about on the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, National Council of Men. So that's where you can start to find stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Now, um, we had our Meet the Candidates. It was last Thursday, uh, and Gordon was there, and uh, Deploy turned up. And it was quite interesting because this chap who was at the field days mentioned that they had a station display of different candidates, and people were welcome with ping-pong balls to actually throw it at the candidate. Do you remember <laughs> him talking to, about that, um, Gordon? Yes, yes. Or choosing got, the ones you like the most. And, and they, they were kind of... He got spoken to by the management. No. So they had to change all that. But I think there was a lot of awareness uh, created around the different parties there. But uh, uh, Gordon, you've spent a fair bit of money coming here in Hamilton and registering as a candidate in one thing or another. What have you learnt from Hamilton and what have you learnt about the Ham West electorate? Lots, lots. <laughs> you uh, one, one of the things is you realise unless you're in the top four, uh, you don't get any coverage. Um, it's, it's, it's really embarrassing. Uh, the people who didn't turn up at the um, Meet the Candidates evening, I spent a lot of money hiring the hall and advertising and stuff like that. And now... It's very, very difficult to understand why they don't come out and, and talk to us. Yeah. Um, so, but, but that's not very good. Um, so that's what I have learned. The door knocking is uh, been very good, um, and the handing out the brochures I've learned. I do find people have got already got fixed positions on how they vote instead of saying, "Well, let's have an open mind, let's listen to the conversations, let's look at the pamphlets that are dished out." Yeah. And like creating I say, awareness. You, you talk about royal commission. My view of solving all this problem is having a Royal Commission into all the professions, the Kwanis Lazar Institute, I'm a member yeah, of, yeah. arbitrators and mediators Institute, they were both, the the, the, the presidents of those and the chairman, they were both to be asked to resign uh, later on today. Right. Now, Judge Goldiger, mm. did you have something? No, I was just, just, wait, just waiting to bounce off Gordy. No, I'm, not, I'm right, mate. I'm right. Yeah. Right, Kerry. Right. Kerry, I want you to talk about... Um, how you deal with all the frustration over the years, you talk about standing in your belief and how with the current system this, we can be knocked as fathers, attacked as men. And it's all about perceptual uh, manipulation by the system 
and uh, you've got to do what you know is right, okay? And uh, rather than surrendering to the current Hitlerite regime or whatever, uh, how do you keep going? How do you keep positive, Kerry? Well, you actually have to stand in your belief. Yep. Um, Life is very simple. You actually have to work out what you believe in and then express your belief. If you don't do that, you're nothing. You're just a loser. So to be a mature, functional adult in society, whether you're a male or a female, you actually have to follow through on your belief and do things Mm. that will increase people's awareness about it and force Mm. changes or try to, to create change such that our whole society will be better and the people, yeah. all of them, will be happier. And so if you don't commit to something to yeah. work towards, well, you're just a spectator in society, in essence, and nothing. That's why I uh, stand in my belief, like my belief of uh, fatherhood, yeah. uh, being a spiritual father, and also um, uh, health and well-being and uh, rainbow ribbons and my church of Zion. I can believe in the Lord Jesus. I can believe in transforming the system. Even though I don't see much of a result going on around me and everybody going the other way, you've got to stand in your belief. Yeah, can, right? I, can I bounce off you there, Jack, with the whole Hitler thing that you're bringing in? I mean, like, yeah, the word of God is unrefutable. I mean, Hamler, he, he, he wanted to raise up, this is, this is the word of God, man, he wanted to raise up two million uh, super soldiers. Now, I can't imagine him reading the Bible, and then I reference that off Revelation 9.16, and there will be two, and the word two million popped up. Prophecy is being fulfilled right before our eyes. Right. Mm. Now, what is wrong with the justice system? We see a top-heavy statutes used by the judiciary to help the capitalistic minority and the bourgeoisie through parliamentarian systems. What we see is domination, control, and manipulation resulting in a gross abuse of human rights. What we see is photo license becoming the 666 card, the straw man and the parliamentarian supremacist system using the law to control the masses through political correctness used by the feminazis. You wanted to say something about this, uh, Gordon? Gordon. Yes, the um, the Attorney General, David um, Parker, has been asked to tender his designation of Prime Minister of New Zealand in yep. writing that he doesn't answer correspondence. Right. Now, this know your political and civil rights and liberties. Every human being is sovereign. You are a sovereign man or woman first and foremost. A sovereign human is defined as a natural flesh and blood, sentient man or woman who has supreme authority or jurisdiction within themselves, independent of any outside authority. In essence, sovereignty means the right of self-determination or self-government. Now, that's what you stood for with a republic, didn't you, Kerry? Self-determination, self-government. Yeah, well, the, the essence of republicanism, which a lot of people don't seem to understand, is to be completely self-determining. Ah. And I to um, manage your own country, manage your own community, and manage your own family and life. That's what it's all about, being completely self-determining. New Zealand never has been a democracy and still isn't. Right. And so 
You were um, talking about rights and responsibilities before, and a hand up, not a hand out, and everyone should take responsibility for the money they have and, and, and being there for the system, you know? So, uh, yeah, well, you have to ba- balance rights with responsibilities. You just can't stand there with your hand out all the time expecting the taxpayer to give you what you want. You've got to set some goals, create an income stream, and de- develop and build whatever organisation yeah. uh, you think will be contribute to what you think is a desirable goal. And so this is what self-determination is about. This is what I mean when I said earlier that if you don't stand in your belief and do these things, you're nothing. You're just a spectator. And so you're not really a fully functioning person. You're not self-determining. You're just a sheep shagger and you're not a self-determining <laughs> functional individual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, don't forget at Christmas, um, give a, a gift to Sally's. Give a personalised gift, a gift voucher. <coughs> give um, an act of service. There's different ways we can give. Uh, swap spending money for spending time with people. Help your community. Uh, remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. So we can be all there for one another at, at Christmas time. And we're talking about uh, Kerry's new book, Stronger Not Broken. Um, what's the name of the, uh, the person that's about Kerry? It's a real-life story of Stan Muntby. But, of course, if you've got any intelligence at all, you'll realise that Stan Muntby is a cover name to protect the real person. But it is a real story. Yeah. Because some of the episodes, individuals and organisations need to be protected. But Stan Muntby's life story is true and real. And, and speaking of the history of the fathers' rights movement here in New Zealand over the last 20 years, Jim Bagnall and Jim Bailey and the history of bothering. We used to do the bothering and yes, sometimes people would throw stones and play loud music. There still might be some more bothering next year well, with our concerns <laughs> about the coming election and where this... Strange government is taking us to. Jim Bagnall, anti-suicide pamphlets given to boys, the skeleton suicide prevention petition, Black Ribbon, the burning of the flag, how we need to pass that legacy on. How do you keep going? We've just been talking to Kerry about standing in your belief, believing in what you're achieving. And we perhaps... You know, in five years' time, we will become a republic. You know what I mean? Perhaps well, uh, in five years' time, we will have a ministry of means of things. That's, you know? that's right, Jack. There's no doubt in my mind um, that over the many years, after a lot of effort and, um, and uh, there's been fairly limited progress, but there's no doubt in my mind um, that one day New Zealand will be a self-determining republic that rejects the uh, English monarchy, that abolishes the Maori seats and treats us all as equal, yeah. and actually does have a truly balanced um, gender policy in which there is a, a ministry for men, just as there should be for ministry for women. At the moment, we're unbalanced, we're not democratic, right. and subject to um, abuses... Even Prince Charles sees Cindy's responsible. That she's jacked up now, Prince Charles to come here next year. Right now, we are independent, free thing, thinkers. We're not totalitarian robots uh, like servants of of the one world order. Um, we believe: Are you a slave or a master of your own destiny? And that's why I take my hat off to you, Gordon, because you did stand in this election and you did try your best. 
and you put a lot of money into it. So what have you taken from this time round, standing in... Uh, I've, I've taken on board the inadequacy of the New Zealand Police. At the moment, our Minister for um, Women's Affairs, she's facing three referrals um, from the Electoral Commission yeah. to the New Zealand Police, and the media don't cover it, and the media, um, and sorry, the police haven't prosecuted her. We don't know where they're at with it. They don't reply to official information requests. It's an ongoing issue, and the fact that we have another MP that might have to step down uh, and the list will just change again. We can't have people breaking the law and the police sitting on their hands. They make Nero mm. look like an activist. Are you saying there's no accountability or transparency and we need accountability yes. squads? What, yeah, what are you saying? What, what has happened, though, th this, this matter has gone to the United Nations. It's come back from the United Nations to the New Zealand government and now it's yeah. got to go back to the United Nations again so we're not breaching our articles um, and our obligations at international law. Yeah, so it's good to see they had um, the pro-lifers, uh, the anti-abortion march, and that happened last Friday. And also we had the pro-lifers there, so uh, there's a lot of uh, protests going on in this country. And also 2020, 2022, uh, the year of protests, the bombing of the Ukraine, local elections, Hamilton West by-election with Sharma, cost of living, inflation, digital currency. Are you guys looking forward to next year, you know? But I'm against media censorship. You know, we have freedom of speech here on this radio, and I'm proud of that, the fact that we can share our ideas. Even if people don't go along with our ideas, there should be freedom of speech. What do you say about that, Gordon? Uh, I practice it all the time, you know. You get a hard time for sticking up yourself. It's easy to accuse people. Yeah. And it's, it, the burden of proof uh, doesn't seem to work anymore in New Zealand. We've just got to keep going ahead and just keep talking freely like we do. And you, I've, I've got correspondence just recently from the mainstream media and you can't get through to normal talkback sessions because they dictate... Right. The, like I call it the Putin-esque style of New Putin Zealand. That's a new yeah. word. Putin-esque. Putin yeah. This is you know Duncan Garner and Patty and all the rest of them. They just they look like they look like Putin-esque advocates to me. Now, with this latest uh, Common Good magazine, it talks about with ancestry, hang on to the good things genetically, let the bad things slide. Each of us are a part of an unbreakable chain of people going back and forward over time. Back to our ancestor at the beginning of time and into the future at the end of time. Papa points a finger at us and tells us you will not be judged by your money or celebrity or sense of self-pride. You'll be judged by what you did for the tribe, what you did for your family group and society. Okay, now you were talking about that, the rangatera, Kerry, are those who have encouraged and showing others what's important in life. So do you see yourself as a rangatera? Well, <laughs> You're the, the head of the father's rights well, movement. You're a granddad for justice. Yep. And uh, a proponent of masculinity and the protection of all those good things that it brings to society and encouraging men to be good, good fathers yeah. Yes, I have been involved in that for a long time, and for those people who do things in that area, I've banged into most of them, and so I'm probably fairly well known in that area, and that is one of my life satisfactions. 
to continue to encourage males to become positive uh, fathers and to contribute so to their families and we're society. We're papa. We're caught up on both sides of the veil. They're on, our ancestors are dead and gone, but we're alive. Do we link arms? Should we all be linking arms here? Well, we are linked psychologically, yes. And going into the future and promoting what is best for the next generation. I'm, I'm really concerned about the next generation. What are about you, you, Gordon? Are you talking about, like, the collective conscience and no one really thinks for themselves? Is that what you're saying, Jack? Yes. Oh, we're, yeah. we're all together as one people, yes. I, I, the, main reason I, the main reason I'm doing this is this is about my grandchildren and the, the protection of the unborn child. Uh, you know, we are borrowing so much money, they're going to pay yeah. tax rates and GST might go through There's the roof. future generations And, and we can't get any answers out of the minister. We can't get an answer to anyone as to what's going to happen, what the tax by taxation policies when it comes to GST and personal tax for the next election. Well, that's, okay. dead, right. that's dead right, Gordon. What this government under Grant Robertson, they've actually already created intergenerational debt. Okay, so this is from the fringes. Thank you very much for listening to our show. Thank you so uh, much for listening. Let's all be sovereigns. Let's be agents of change in our society. Let's honour our whakapapa and move on. Thank you, everyone, for appearing today as well. Amen. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.